Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Improve Me. Before I start, uh, I just wanted to welcome Poland and Canada to the podcast. They're the newest countries I've seen downloads coming out of, so thanks for tuning in. And a quick update on the blue light blocking glasses. You'll probably recall the first pair I bought was a bust since they were magnified like reading glasses and because I was in a rush to buy them I just didn't notice. So anyway, I've got a, a cheaper pair, it's only about seven bucks. And after testing them with the blue light that I got with the first pair, I was suitably impressed. They do seem to block out about 90% or maybe even more of the blue light. So I've been wearing them all night, generally putting them on around 6 or 7 p.m. and only taking them off just before I go to bed. Now it's still early days, but I am feeling like I'm falling asleep faster than I used to. But it's still pretty early in the testing phase, so I'll stick with it and update you later and let you know when I have a bit more you know, conclusive proof. I mean, they're definitely not working in a negative sense. Um, you know, I'm just trying to work out how much value I'm, I'm getting from them. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Anyway, this week's episode is on jealousy and envy. And um, we often use those terms incorrectly. So what's the difference between jealousy and envy? Well, envy is an emotion of wanting what someone else has, which could be a physical thing or a desired attribute or some sort of trait that someone else enjoys. And jealousy, however, is an emotion that falls under that umbrella of fear, where we fear that something we possess or own will be taken away from us. Jealousy and envy can commonly come out when talking about romantic relationships. If you want to be in a relationship with someone who's already in a relationship, you might feel envy. You want what they have. But if you're in a relationship and someone is flirting with your partner, you might have feelings of jealousy. Jealous that they might steal your partner. However, you can feel both jealous and envious. Jealous that you could lose your partner to this third party and then envious that the other person is better looking, has a better body, a better style, better sense of humor, anything like that. And all of our insecurities are selfish in nature because they relate to the self. So that's why we tend to keep them to ourselves and often bottle them up. Describing these insecurities as childish is arguably a fair call because part of our brain that governs these threatening feelings is the amygdala. And I've spoken about the amygdala before being the ancient part of the brain that you know, uh, produces fear-based emotions for your protection. Right? The amygdala sometimes behaves like a child and you could be experiencing jealousy and envy, which is a perfectly natural human emotion. As long as you recognize it and address it, and you know it's ultimately your issue and not theirs, it doesn't have to evolve into something ugly or negative. It's something you can learn to manage and keep in check, and hopefully that's what you'll take away from this episode. If you're feeling sensitive towards or even resentful of the success of those 
people around you, you might feel ashamed of these feelings, but you can take comfort in the knowledge that it's very common, even though it's rarely discussed. Nobody wants to admit these feelings, and as a consequence, we don't often hear about them from other people around us, so we go on believing that we're the only ones feeling this way. We might beat ourselves up thinking, you know, what kind of person am I because I'm having these feelings? But it's completely natural, and you're not alone. Often what happens is the insecure part of our mind takes another person's expression of achievement, and then we tend to evaluate our own self-worth through their eyes based on their achievements. And that's a really unfair way to view yourself. With social comparison, you measure your own success and your own self-worth against the success of others. Jealousy and envy can be a symptom of social comparison when you measure yourself with someone with whom you view as similar to yourself, like a workmate or a friend, or even a person whose achievements could conceivably be within your grasp. This usually isn't an issue if we don't view someone as similar to ourselves, because we often don't or can't relate to them, especially if we aren't particularly interested in the topic of that particular achievement. It's really only going to be an issue if it's something that you want to do or something you have tried to do. Maybe it's someone you might consider as part of your peer group with similar ambitions to yourself. They're really the only time it's going to manifest into an issue of negativity. Now, jealousy has a pretty bad reputation. It's not uncommon to hear well-meaning people say things like, don't be jealous or jealousy destroys relationships. But what makes this emotion so bad? While it's often linked to romantic relationships, jealousy can come up whenever you're worried about losing anything or anyone important to you. This is different from envy, which involves wanting something that belongs to or has been acquired by someone else. And again, that could be a physical item or it could be an achievement or a qualification, for example. Jealousy can lead to feelings of anger, resentment or even sadness. But it can often tell you a thing or two about yourself and what you need. So we're going to look at some ways to cope with jealousy and we'll examine what's at the root of these feelings. Now, if you get that jealous twinge, first of all, you want to trace it back to the source, right? So ask yourself what lies at the root of it. Then take steps to change what you don't like in order to get what you want. Examining your jealous feelings can give you insight on where they come from. So, for example, maybe a close friend's new relationship has caused jealousy because you haven't had much luck recently dating or you're worried that you're never going to find the right person. You might have a co-worker who's been promoted and it makes you feel jealous because you believe you're not good enough at your job to get that promotion yourself. You might get jealous when your partner starts spending time with a new friend or an old friend for that matter. You might feel jealous because that was the first sign you had when a previous partner cheated on you, perhaps, you know. Whether your jealousy stems from insecurity, fear, or a past relationship, knowing more about the causes can help you figure out how to confront it. Maybe you, you, know, you can have an open conversation with your supervisor about getting on track for a promotion. You, know, you can try to resolve um, your dating issues by taking a different approach to dating. Or you know, if you've got an issue with your partner, talk to your partner about these feelings. And whilst these actions seem simple, they can be confronting, but you have to push through these feelings if you want to get that result. Don't bottle it up, voice your concerns. If your partner's actions or someone else's actions towards your partner trigger jealous feelings, bring it up with your partner as soon as possible. Now what you definitely want to do is make sure that you've got time to discuss it. 
right? So broach the topic of jealousy when you can both dedicate some time to a productive conversation. Whenever possible, avoid getting into a serious topic just before you go to bed or just as you're walking out the door to go to work. After all, your partner might not even have noticed the behavior or they might not have realized how it made you feel. Use the opportunity to talk over any relationship boundaries you might want to revisit or discuss ways to keep your relationship strong. If you trust your partner but have doubts because you know past relationship experiences, try finding a few ways you can both help to improve the situation. There's got to be a bit of give and take, right? If you feel nervous about mentioning jealous feelings, try to remember they're totally normal. It's likely that your partner might have had the same jealous feelings at some point in their own life. So they're going to be understanding. Now where possible, if you've got a, a trusted friend you can talk to, try and talk to them because often jealousy can kind of twist your sense of reality and in, in kind of warp it so that you're not actually seeing things clearly. And if you talk to a friend, you know, they might be able to sort of unwarp it for you, you know, from a, a, uh, an unbiased opinion. Sometimes when you voice these concerns to a third party, they can make the situation less frightening and help you gain some perspective because they're not in it like you are, right? So they're going to be outside looking in rather than you being in there dealing with it. And the other thing you want to do is try to consider the, the full picture because jealousy sometimes develops in response to only having a partial picture or, or some of the information. In other words, you might be comparing yourself and your own achievements and attributes to some sort of idealized version or incomplete view of someone else. And here's something that we all know, but we rarely acknowledge it. People typically display their best selves to the world. And it's not always easy to tell what's really happening in someone else's life or relationship unless you're super close to that person. And even then, now then there's the whole issue of social media and that just magnifies this concept because you never truly know what someone's going through, especially when you're just looking through the eyes of social media. Imagine your school or your university friend or a work colleague or, or anyone with Facebook photos of them and their partner looking, you know, carefree and happy. They've got the perfect shot. Um, they look, you know, like they're just living the dream. For all you know, they argued all the way there and then they argued all the way home. But they've got this, you know, tenth of a second moment that they've caught on film that gives this completely different perception. So try not to get too caught up in what you see on social media or even what you see or hear because ultimately, unless you're super close to that person or those people, you don't really know what's going on behind closed doors. So it's unfair to compare your life that you know everything about to these little snippets of someone else's life. I've spoken about practicing gratitude before and a little gratitude can go a long way. It can not only reduce feelings of jealousy, but it can also relieve stress and we all know how bad that is. You know, you might not have everything you want, and you know, realistically, most of us don't, but you probably have at least some of what you want. Maybe you've even got some good things in your life that you didn't expect to have or ever have, or at least this soon in your life. This can help whether you're you know, eyeing your friend's fancy new car or wishing that your partner didn't spend quite so much time with friends, but try and put a positive spin on it. Remind yourself that your car is reliable and it gets you where you need to go. And consider the benefits of having a partner who appreciates the value of friendship. So even appreciating positive things in your life that don't relate to jealousy 
can help you realize that while your life might not be perfect, you've still got some good things going for you. And realistically, whose life is perfect? Everyone's seen the stories of the rich and famous people who you know, seemingly have everything, but their partners cheat on them. They have relationship problems. They get divorced. They can also have financial trouble. They can suffer from mental health issues. So having endless money, for example, or endless free time doesn't guarantee happiness. So putting things in a perspective can help you realize that not having a new car, for example, isn't the end of the world. Now, you want to try and practice, you know, in the moment sort of coping techniques because coping with jealousy as it comes up won't help you work through the underlying issues, but it can help relieve the distress, keep that at bay until you have time to deal with those issues. Turning your attention away from jealousy can also help keep you from acting on your feelings by doing something that could potentially harm a relationship or a friendship or a job. Take a break. You know, try these strategies to distract yourself from jealous thoughts before they become overwhelming. Write down what you're feeling. Take a walk. Give yourself some space by, you know, separating yourself from that situation. Take 10 minutes to do something like listening to some calming music or 5 to 10 minutes meditation. If you're going to fix these things, you need to explore the underlying issues. Jealousy that persists and causes distress can sometimes relate to anxiety or self-esteem issues. Learning how to deal with either issue can automatically help soothe feelings of jealousy. And one way to approach low self-esteem involves identifying personal values like communication or honesty. Identifying your own personal values can help you check whether you're upholding these values in your day-to-day life. It also gives you a chance to notice your positive traits and review what's important to you in that regard. You can increase your sense of self-respect and you may even help decrease distressing feelings like inferiority or competitiveness. Anxiety can have a range of symptoms that might be more difficult to address than your own. Coping techniques can help, but therapy is also a good option. And we've spoken about that before. If you need it, seek it out. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, you will be able to find literature out there that uses you know, the principles of mindfulness-based cognitive therapy to help you, but you can also just speak to an expert. And I've spoken about mindfulness meditation, so again, we have some overlap, and we see how different things in the brain are connected. Right. So increasing acceptance around anxious feelings so they don't overwhelm you is a great coping technique. Recognizing unwanted or distressing thoughts so you can change those thoughts and replace them, another great technique. Now, you always need to go back and, and remember your own value, right? Because when jealousy prompts you to compare yourself to others, your own self-worth can end up taking a pretty big hit. Because, you know, at the end of the day, someone, you know, someone looking through the lens of your social media accounts might find that your life is pretty enviable, right? So you're looking at someone else through their social media, thinking they've got the perfect life. And at the same time, they're looking at your social media thinking you've got the perfect life because we don't put our worst moments on social media. We put our best moments, right? So use common sense there. But feelings of jealousy can also make you feel like nothing you have is good enough. Research exploring a possible link between jealousy and self-esteem found evidence to suggest jealousy can develop when you face a threat to your own self-esteem. So if you want to combat low self-esteem, here are a few things that you can try. You want to remind yourself of the things that you do well. Um, Practice self-comparison, or in other words, treat yourself the way you would a close friend. Practice daily affirmations or exchange them with your partner. Remind yourself of the things you value in your partner and your relationship. And also, you want to make time to do things you enjoy. That's super important. Right, so practicing mindfulness is also a great technique that can help you pay attention to your thoughts and feelings as they come up without being too critical or too judgy. Increasing your awareness around jealousy can also help you notice any patterns that it follows, including things that happen just before you start to feel jealous. But probably most importantly, mindfulness can also help you feel more comfortable with jealousy. For example, It can help you notice and accept your jealous feelings for what they are. It's part of your emotional experience or part of your emotional response. This can help to just move on and not let it get to you and get under your skin. So not judging the jealousy or yourself for feeling it, that can help keep it from affecting you in a negative way. We have to keep reminding ourselves that whilst nobody enjoys feeling jealous, it's still a normal, natural human response and everyone from one time or another is going to experience it. Now, if you've experienced jealousy before, you know that if you give it enough time, jealousy fades, right? So give it that time. Be aware that you're going to need to, it's going to be a process, right? It will happen, but it's going to be a process. And it might feel less intense after you deal with your feelings, but it can also lessen the discomfort Once whatever has made you jealous, you know, that event is over. Now, something interesting, research has shown that when the experience of jealousy has been analysed, people are generally more likely to feel jealous right before something happens rather than after. So as time passes, 
you're also less likely to feel the need to compare yourself or your circumstances to someone else. But the positive feelings, you know, they you have to stay. Right, so for example, you might feel jealous as your best friend's wedding date gets closer and closer. But on the day of the wedding, you might feel less jealous and more happy for your friend. So again, if you're having trouble coping with these jealous thoughts on your own and these techniques aren't working for you, talking to a therapist can be a, a good way to help. It's not always easy talking about jealousy because we have that sense that we're the only ones feeling it. You might even feel more uncomfortable sharing these thoughts with someone you don't know. But a good therapist is going to show kindness and compassion because they know better than anyone that jealousy is a normal emotion that everyone is going to feel at some point. Right, so here are some signs that talking to a therapist could be helpful. Jealousy leads to obsessive or fixated thoughts. You notice compulsive behaviours. Jealous thoughts become uncontrollable or intrusive. You have violent thoughts or urges. Jealous feelings trigger problematic behaviours like following your partner or checking up on them constantly. Jealousy affects your day-to-day life, prevents you from doing things you want to do or causes other distresses. So what are the signs of compulsive behaviour? Washing your hands until your skin is raw. You know, you, you might be repeatedly checking to make sure that the door's locked. You might check over and over again that you've turned the stove off. And these things can lead to compulsion symptoms where you know you get compulsive about washing and cleaning and checking counting um, orderliness on a crazy scale following an impossibly strict routine and demanding reassurance from those around you if you constantly need to check out your social media feed or your partner's phone or what complete strangers are wearing for example then you can no longer be present in your own life and that's going to cause you problems Jealousy can help you focus on who and what you care about, and it doesn't have to cause problems for you in your relationships. It can actually help relationships become stronger. It all comes down to how you use it, right? So there was, there was an interesting study done with dogs, and you know this study shows that even a dog can get just as envious as a human if it thinks another dog is homing in on its owner. So... You know, has your dog ever seemed envious of another dog in the house or at the attention that you devote to another dog if you take them to a park? And according to this study, it found dogs that, you know, they might get a bit snappy or push their owners if they feel jealous that their owner is paying too much attention to another dog. In general, scientists think that jealousy is an emotion that requires a complex thought process But this new research indicates that there might be a more basic form of jealousy that's evolved to protect relationships from outsiders. So when they did this study, you know, this behavioural study on dogs, they modified a test that can evaluate jealousy in infants. The dog's owners basically ignored their own dogs and instead they interacted with three objects. One was a lifelike looking stuffed dog and one was a book and... The other thing was some other inanimate object. object. Um, next, the scientists evaluated the dog's behaviour for signs of attention-seeking, aggression, or interest in the object that the owner was giving attention to. And the study found that dogs exhibited significantly more jealous behaviours such as snapping, getting between the owner and the object, or pushing or touching the owner or their object when their owner showed affection to the stuffed dog rather than when they showed 
uh, well, not affection, but when they, they focused more on these other two objects. So the study suggests not only that dogs do engage in what appear to be jealous behaviours, but also that they are seeking to break up the connection between the owner and you know the, the rival. Now, we can't really speak to the dog's subjective experiences, but of course, it looks like as though you know their, their motivation was to protect an important social relationship. And they did find a variability in do- how dogs responded to those jealous-inducing tests. You know, some of them didn't show any behaviours that could be interpreted as jealousy at all. And that also raises interesting questions about the difference, you know, between dogs. And perhaps those differences could be documented according to breed. So were some dogs, you know, cognitively less sophisticated than others? And the more cognitively sophisticated ones, were they just perhaps, you know, less bonded with their owners? The hope is that this is one line where they can sort of evaluate further in future studies. They didn't have enough of any one particular breed of dog to assess if breed differences were a variable. Right, so now we're going to move on to envy and how do we deal with it? How do we sort of spin that? Right, so here are a few ideas of how to turn envy around. It seems that envy is a, it's a near universal experience where you know, we might resent or feel uncomfortable with the success of someone else. We can often distinguish between hostile and depressive envy because hostile envy leads us to want you know, the other person to fail and um, depressive envy leads us to feel sad or inferior when we compare ourselves to that other person. And neither emotion is very pleasant. So when we feel envious, we might act in ways that eventually undermine our own self-interest. So if this happens in the workplace, you might find that you you know you've been trying really hard to get noticed by working extra hard. You might come in early or work through your lunch break, hoping for that promotion or that pay rise. And then you know the promotion goes to someone else, and your envy might influence your worth ethic at that point. So instead of continuing your extra good work, you slump into doing the minimum half-assed. And for all you know, you had been noticed and your prospects were considerably better, but now your manager notices your slump and you just get forgotten. So instead, what you could do is congratulate the other person for their promotion and mention to the manager or boss that you've noticed how hard they work and how you agree that they deserve it. And that might initiate a reply confirming that your extra efforts have also been noticed as well. And that could bode well because you know, the next pay rise or the next promotion, that could be yours, right? So how do we turn things around with envy? First of all, you need the motivation to change. If you don't have the motivation to change, it's going to be too difficult to push through it, right? So a lot of times we hold on to a negative emotion because we think, you know, we're being realistic and we're honest about ourselves and entitled to what we, you know, whatever we're feeling, Everyone has the right to his or her feelings, but you can ask yourself what you think you're going to get out from having these envious feelings. Is this an emotion that you'd want someone else to have? Someone that you love? Would you want them to have those feelings? Would (laughs) Would you send a card to someone and say, I hope you feel envious this coming year? No, of course not, right? Now you have a right to your feelings, but you also have a right to change them. Now, one big problem with envy is the perception of status. 
We often think that status is something that everyone agrees with. Academics will get hung up on status, comparing their work with the work of someone else in their field. Actors will get hung up on success of another actor who might get a more lucrative contract or a more, you know, a better role. In the corporate world, someone might get hung up on the office that they're given and, you know, and or, or the title that they've been assigned. But status is a really local thing. So if you go outside, you know, that small group of, of work peers, you're going to realize that no one else really has any idea what you're talking about. Ultimately, people outside your peer group, for the most part, don't really care. And it, it's kind of trivial to everyone else. So, you know, what is the sense of always comparing yourself with others? Some people are going to continually compare themselves with other people. Now, it might be helpful to know how you're doing, but that doesn't require criticizing someone else's success or thinking that you're, you're a loser. Instead, try focusing on getting your job done better. Focus on the here and now. Or, if you're going to compare yourself with anyone, compare yourself with yourself. Try to do something even better the next time. Improve yourself rather than envy someone else. Now, one, one good uh, trick is to think of status as a game. Now, there might be some advantages in a promotion or in doing something that's recognized by a group of people in your reference group, but what if you were able to think about the status game, a game that you play for just a few minutes or a couple of times a week, and remembering, of course, that it is a fantasy, and be realistic about what you will really get out by having this extra status. Will your life really change that much if your status increases by 10%? What's going to change? What's going to remain the same? You want to try to identify the negative thoughts that feed your envy. What negative thoughts are triggered for you when you hear about someone else's success? Are you going to say something to yourself like, I must be a loser because they're doing so well, or it's unfair, they don't deserve it. But when you really think about it, how does somebody else's achievement make you a loser? How can someone else's behavior cancel out everything that you know about yourself? It can't and it doesn't. If you focus on fairness, you might want to ask yourself, could there be some good reason why the other person got that success? Or you could even go a bit further. Is it realistic to think that everything is going to be fair? Now, here's a good example, right? Um, imagine you're playing, say, basketball, right? And you're, you're playing with your friends and people are being a bit rough. They're fouling each other left and right and the fouls aren't called. You're going to learn how to play successfully in that unfair world, right? The kid who whinges and whines and picks up his basketball says, I'm going home. Nobody admired them for taking that stance. So it might be, it might, you know, it might not be pleasing to think that way, but a lot of things in life are unfair. It's just the way it is. And we need to be able to be resilient and play even better in an unfair game. So getting your envy under control might actually help you gain a greater success in the things that matter to you, and they might free you up from that nagging negativity that feeds your resentment, the anger, the depression, um, a sense of humiliation even. Because very often when you're feeling this way, you might imagine everyone having those same thoughts towards you when in fact you're the only one. So in closing, whilst the emotions of jealousy and envy are normal and natural, they often hold us back and they weigh us down. 
Like everything with the mind, it's going to take practice and consistency. But if you can hold out long enough for these feelings to have less impact on you, you'll learn so much better how to control them. And that's going to improve your overall well-being. So that's it for today. I hope you can start putting some of these processes in place to get jealousy and envy under control. And then hopefully you can start using it as motivation to be or even do better. If you have any thoughts or suggestions, you can email at improvemepodcast at outlook.com. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. And as I always say, try to imitate my blood type and be positive. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.